Hey everybody, this is Josh from Global Conservation Solutions. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to episode one of the Global Conservation Newscast. All right, so episode one covers the week of January 13th, 2019. And our first story was originally posted by an organization called Y.org. It's about a new private protected area that's been established in the U.S. state of New Jersey, where over 1,700 acres of coastal wetland is now conserved for wildlife. This habitat is primarily salt marsh, which provides critical stopover habitat for migratory birds such as ducks, geese, and shorebirds. And it also acts as a nursery ground for many species of marine wildlife as well. These types of habitats are also really important for carbon sequestration. An acre of salt marsh can sequester more carbon than an acre of tropical rainforest. And so salt marsh protection is a really big part of the overall climate change solution. Governments all over the world are beginning to realize this thanks to research that's come out in recent years. And so there's been a big push not only to conserve the salt marsh that exists today, but also to restore salt marsh that has been lost in the past. So, we want to give a big shout out to Ducks Unlimited, who made this project happen by purchasing these properties outright for conservation. This is another great example of the importance of private protected areas in conserving global biodiversity. Another coastal wetland success story, this time coming out of South Africa, is the Pickers Gills Reed Frog. This little frog was only first discovered in 1978, and when scientists found it, they realized that it was already endangered. A lot of the coastal wetland habitat that the frog calls home had been converted for development and for agriculture, and as a result, it had a very restricted range. So, a couple of researchers took it upon themselves to go out and capture some of these frogs. They've bred them in captivity, and have now reintroduced them back into the wild to boost that population. And that hard work has paid off as the population has grown tenfold and is now part of a much larger effort to protect the coastal wetland habitat in South Africa. So this is a great conservation success story and we want to thank those researchers who took the initiative to bring the Pickersgills reed frog back from the brink of extinction. We also want to thank The Guardian for posting the story. Our next story is one that got a lot of love over the past week. For the first time in over a hundred years, a black bear has been recorded in central Mexico. This story was shared by the World Land Trust, who have been working in this area with a local partner group called Grupo Ecologico Sierra Gorda, or GESG for short. Together, these two organizations have teamed up and protected over 2,000 acres of ancient forest in central Mexico. And this provides habitat to many different types of wildlife, which now includes the black bear. So this is an awesome rewilding success story coming out of Mexico. We want to thank the World Land Trust and GESG for making it happen. Now moving south to Brazil, a story first published by Discover Magazine about a local community conservation effort in the Amazon. This study looked at a pretty unique program where local community members were provided a stipend 
for patrolling river beaches to safeguard the nests of giant South American river turtles. The results of the study were really pretty amazing. So what they found was that there were 58 times more turtle nests on the patrolled beaches than those that weren't patrolled. In addition to that, not only were the river turtles benefiting, but also green iguanas, migratory birds, insects, and fish all had population increases as a result of the patrolled beaches as well. So this is a very cool story illustrating the importance of community-based conservation efforts at a local scale. We want to thank Carlos Perez and his team from Anglia Ruskin University who undertook the study, to Discover Magazine for covering it, and of course to the local community members for making this success a reality. In Canada, the province of Quebec has just established a new protected area called the Kovac River Reserve. The new reserve covers over 4,000 square kilometers of tundra ecosystem and is home to all kinds of amazing wildlife. This includes Arctic char in the rivers, caribou herds in the uplands, and many other species as well. So we want to thank the province of Quebec for making this happen and also to Nunanciac News for sharing this story. Now moving to the other side of the world, in the Australian state of New South Wales, the brush-tailed rock wallaby has just been introduced to a new wildlife sanctuary. This is part of a state-supported captive breeding program, and as part of that program, the rock wallabies and several other Australian mammal species will be reintroduced to areas where they've been lost. Many species of unique and iconic wildlife in Australia have been in decline for several decades, and this is primarily due to the introduction of invasive predators such as foxes and feral cats. However, efforts to control these predators and to reintroduce native wildlife to these areas where they've been lost have been very successful and there is a growing list of rewilding success stories occurring right across Australia. So I'm happy to report that we can now add the brush-tailed rock wallaby to this list of successes, and of course, the Global Conservation Newscast will be keeping a close eye on these rewilding stories and sharing the updates with you. Our last story, which was published by The Revelator, takes us to the Pacific coast of North America where four years ago in the U.S. state of Washington, two very large dams were taken down from the Elwha River, making the Elwha a free-flowing river from the headwaters all the way down to the ocean. It was the first time in many decades that the Elwha was free-flowing, and since that time, scientists have been monitoring the impact of taking these dams down. The results have been nothing short of incredible. All five species of native salmon have returned to the river. The nutrients that those salmon bring up from the ocean have boosted the vegetation along the riparian zones, which have in turn boosted bird populations and beavers and elk and all kinds of other wildlife species have returned to the river as well. This is an example of a very successful and a very large ecosystem restoration project and one that I hope we can learn from and begin implementing elsewhere as well. So we want to thank the Revelator for publishing this story. Of course to the scientists who are monitoring the impacts of our restoration activities and all the groups that were involved in getting these dams removed 
including the Lower Elwha Clallam tribe. Well, that wraps up episode one of the Global Conservation Newscast. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button to get notifications each time we publish a new episode, and also to help us spread the good news. If you'd like to see daily posts of conservation successes from around the world, you can follow Global Conservation Solutions on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Lastly, if you have a story or an idea that you'd like to share with us, you can use the hashtag LetNatureThrive on any of the social media platforms I just mentioned. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.